A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Because apparently this game starts in a computer and half the characters aren't supposed to exist. Welcome to God of Memorized, Kingdom Hearts recap podcast, trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. My name is Joe, and I'm joined as always by Wheels, and Wheels, are you ready to get up on the Hydra's back? Can't wait. <laughs> you might need to tell me a few more times before <laughs> uh, before I really get it get it stuck in my dome. Yeah, I, I, I can repeat that until you do it, if that's what you need. Um We'll we, get there. We'll get there. This is this is us doing the Olympus Coliseum, which is probably, I think, one of the better worlds, like, in this game. I, I, I realize. Yeah, it's cool. I like, I yeah, because in, the like, the original Kingdom Hearts, you know, the, the Coliseum is kind of a bottle episode. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, two locations. So the fact that they turn that on its, turn that upside down, almost literally, is is pretty cool in this game. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get in too much of like Kingdom Hearts three stuff in a in a regular episode, but I think I get this overwhelming feeling, especially from this world, even that like the the team really really loves Hercules in this world, and like yeah, consistently is always like, all right, well this game we can do more with it. Um, yeah, and it it rules. Also, there's like a, a deep unending love for the character of Orin factored into this world as well we'll get there <laughs> yeah yeah let me i'm on my last page of my notes which will not be helpful i can start we cut to a giant golem being just body rocked by everybody's favorite hero hercules uh rock golem thing got two heads being just thrown around it gets absolutely team rocketed into space Rip. And then we cut to Goof Troop arriving. Uh, but they are in a dark and gloomy location. And they seem confused by this. Goofy asks, are you sure this is the Coliseum? And Donald points out, oh, it's over that way. And he points to, like, the stairway to heaven. Because <laughs> in front of him in this gloomy area is a bright stairway that that's shimmering at the top of it. And you can kind of see the Coliseum off in the distance. And Sora realizes, oh, I guess we were a little off. And then there's a yell from behind them. And that's everyone's favorite Disney princess, uh, Meg. That's right. The uh, Hercules character. And I guess just, uh, I assume she's also in the Greek myth. Somehow my knowledge of Greek mythology is probably not as great as it should be. Should should it be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a thing that like like as someone who cares a lot about storytelling and supposedly has uh, opinions about it that people are supposed to care about because I have a podcast where I share my opinions about two podcasts. If you count this one, where I share my opinions about media, I should probably know some of the most important stories in Western culture. <laughs> I mean, um, anyway, I guess that's not a stretch. She is being attacked by some very adorable puppy heartless. 
they goof troop goes up to help her and you know she says thanks but i'm fine she sort of helps herself up as the puppy heartless run away and sora says i'm sora or well she asks who they are and sora says i'm sora that's donald that's goofy we came to see how hercules is doing to which she responds oh so you know wonder boy and donald says yeah because we're heroes too and then Goofy leans in and says, you mean junior heroes, Donald? Because if you recall from the last game, they got the moniker, they got the title of junior heroes. And Meg says, so it sounds like we have a friend in common. Uh, my name's uh, Megara, but my friends call me Meg. She goes on to explain that Hercules is training hard every day, but even Hercules has his limits and she's a little worried about that because... All of the challengers he's fighting in the Colosseum are sent by Hades himself, and they're really tough, so she's trying to go down and talk to Hades to see if she can get Hercules a break. But uh, that didn't that didn't go very well. Because so. of the Heartless. Because of the Heartless. Um, so Sora volunteers to go and talk to Hades himself, which also probably will not go well because of the Heartless. You think? You think talking to the Lord of the Underworld isn't going to go well? Just having a chat like, hey, maybe stop what the thing you're doing? Hey, have you thought about once stopping Hades, Lord of the Underworld? <laughs> I mean, all right, so canonically Sora beat him like four times in the last game <laughs> on top of people who are stronger than him. Fair. Including Sephiroth, I guess, but we don't really talk about it. Anyways, he's going to go do that. Um, and when he walks through this first, or I think it's like second door, actually, uh, he sees someone in a black cloak run by, and he's like, it's the organization. Um, should we go ahead and say this person's name? It's Demix. It's Demix. I say Demix, usually. I, guess I always say Demix, but I don't know. I don't, I'm sure they say it at some point. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> who do you th- Place your bets. Everyone, everyone at home, go to our Twitter poll and say who you think <laughs> is right. We won't actually make a Twitter poll, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, no, um, I think I think I'm going to make a Twitter poll, but the thing is, it's just going to be his name written twice, so you won't know which <laughs> one's which. Uh, and then the next thing that happens is before um, we get there, this is where my notes point out to me: How if I never realized that a considerable portion of your time spent in this world is spent just fucking uh 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 deleting souls. <laughs> There are, like, little ghostly souls floating around that you can hit and get mana bubbles out of them. And, you know, playing the game, I'm like, oh, cool, I'll never run out of mana here. And watching it and only watching it now do I realize that I am, like, killing the already dead and erasing them from existence. Hello, children's game. (laughs) Don't worry about it, wheels. It's a game. Where do they go? The, they're double dead. It's the wh- what happens when you kill a ghost? Does it become smaller but more dense? Is that the thing? I don't remember. Um, Is that a thing? It's it's a bam bam bit. <laughs> oh okay. Um, but anyways, there was there was the ghost murder, um, pretty consistently for the sake of magical powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eventually, they get to a smaller room, which is a save point, and I believe a Moogle, a, a hologram Moogle, which isn't probably doesn't need to be talked about but uh i was wondering i was like did i miss something did i miss a very important final fantasy crossover scene involving a hologram moogle no that's just the there's like shopkeepers that pop up but um there's this floating book and this is a final mix thing the it's called an absent silhouette i don't think you can fuck with it right right now i don't think you can do anything with it um 
it'll come up later, but this is a final mix thing where they let you fight the organization members that are totally dead from Chain of Memories. Um, right. So this is Zexion's book, if you if you remember, which is kind of cool. Uh, it'll come up later. Um, it'll get explained to Sora, but um, there it is. And it is cool. I'm curious when Jet Monkey HD is going to play them, because I, I I guess I, I don't know if we really need to talk about it. I don't know if how canonical it is. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll talk about it if he does it. Maybe I don't know. It's <laughs> it's it's a fight with some already dead people. Yeah, not a lot happens. Well, this is the underworld. So. That's true. Anyways, we get this cutscene of Hades. Whoa, I think we skipped something, right? Don't we have um, don't we have the scene where Demix is like run away? If, in case we didn't, Sora is like catching up to Demix, and he's getting ready to to pummel him. Because it looks like Demix is charging him, and he just keeps running and yells, "Run away!" <laughs> uh, which is like, okay. No, I, I totally, um, I totally didn't even watch that, so that's why I didn't think about it. Ah, um, okay. I, I don't know how I missed that, but I did. Yeah, that's a bummer because I remember it now, and it's very good. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's very funny. I don't get it. What he, <laughs> is away. he running from? Hades? Uh, who knows? I don't. I have no idea. Because it's <laughs> it's it's Demix, so like it's or Demix, so running away makes sense. But like, his goal is to to fight Sora, which we'll find out later. So like, why not now? Maybe uh, maybe he hasn't gotten the thing yet. Maybe he's really afraid of Pete. Because <laughs> Pete's here too. That will be our transition. Hades says, where do they dig these freaks up? Jeez Louise. And Pete replies, oh, they're nothing but trouble. The whole lot of them. What are you going to do about Hercules? He's taking care of every fighter you've thrown at him. Pretty soon, the underworld's going to be standing room only. That's Sora's fault, though. True. Say, why don't you just pick somebody already dead and save him the trouble? Ha ha ha. <laughs> wait a minute. Hades is like, er, you're making fun of me. But then he realizes, wait, dead. Dead is good. And I know just the warrior. This is weird. This is actually a sequel to, um, oh, what's the movie with the guy and it's Gordon Gecko or whatever and he <laughs> says greed is good? You know, the one. Gordon Gecko? Isn't is, that the dude's name? Is that movie? another Sonic the Hedgehog character Hold I on. don't know about? <laughs> or it sounds, it sounds like an NES game that, like, you've never heard of before. Gordon <sighs> Gecko. Collect all the shiny gems. Gordon Gecko is a fictional character in the 1987 film Wall Street and its 2010 sequel Wall Street <laughs> colon Money Never Sleeps, both directed by Oliver Stone. He's a character, he's a very rich man, and he says greed is good, and he's famous for it. I've never seen either of the films. But it's like, greed is good sounds like dead is good, so this this was the joke I made. These things sound alike. <laughs> anyway... Um, Anyways, this is really weird to me. Um, what what the following sequence? Well, I mean, we don't even get to it yet, but we will. Yeah. Uh, so we first we cut back to Donald and Goofy being super scared. Donald swears in duckish again because he mumbles <laughs> something that is not subtitled. <laughs> he. <laughs> they should be scared because like this is the the pit of of literal hell that they're. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. They have this is reason. like. Yeah, this is the thing that Hercules dives into at the end of that film. Um, but uh, Sora doesn't seem to give a shit and just like, Hades, come out. It's such a weird line reading. It's really weird. Because it's not <laughs> it's... like, Hades, come out. It's like, 
it, he's saying it like like a declarative statement like um um the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell <laughs> hades come out <laughs> it's like not he's he's not asking hades to come out he is stating that abstractly hades come out <laughs> women be shopping hades come out <laughs> oh man um and then they he doesn't no and then we cut into pete pete staring into the fucking <laughs> void and the void stares back <laughs> uh, and then Zarathustra comes down from the mountain and says God is dead. Um uh no, that that last part doesn't happen, but Pete is staring into the swirling void of death and he asks what's down there and Hades replies that it's just the underworld's deepest dungeon. This time no big deal. This time I'm bringing out the mother of all bad guys. Keep that in mind. Hades and, never played Final Fantasy X. No, he doesn't know the plot, apparently. <laughs> Pete, Pete says, you don't say, and kind of steps back because he's afraid at this theoretical mother of all bad guys. Uh, well, maybe I should go. Uh, and then Hades blasts some like weird fire into the portal, and then a bunch of smoke billows out, as well as uh, Orin from Final Fantasy X billowing out. Um but a little bit younger than he was in the game. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. So, so I, I guess, it, for people who are familiar with that game, I imagine this is between uh, the point at which he actually dies and then the point at which he is in the game. Uh, so I guess this this appearance kind of just is a spoiler for Final Fantasy fifteen or t- 10. <laughs> if um, it's a spoiler for Final Fantasy fifteen. there's some parts that I think the general game-playing public missed in Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, I wish Orin was in fifteen. Why not? That'd be rad. Um, so who isn't? And you can play as a... You can get a giant head that's a cup noodle, and you can get... Uh, now you can get the Gordon Freeman suit. So. I saw that. Yeah, Orin is a cool Final Fantasy X character. He's very edgy. He's like didn't you make didn't you make fun of him like a couple episodes ago? I mean, probably. Uh, I do like the character, even though he's <laughs> garbage and edgy, and like uh, uh, he just mumbles something that's supposed to be profound and it never is. But uh, I think his art, his like the actual plot arc that surrounds him is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy X. It's a good game. I agree. It's objectively good. Hades says, let me cut to the chase. Here's the deal. I'm going to offer you. I apparently didn't finish that sentence because all my notes say is, I'm going to offer you. <laughs> uh, he says, I, I let you out of the slammer. No strings. You'll be free as a bird. All for one little job. Fight Hercules in the Colosseum to the death. And then Oren says, uh, in a sly reference to a certain video game called Final Fantasy X, he says, this is my story and you're not part of it. And then Hades says, did you forget who you're talking to? I am the Lord of Death, or Lord of the Dead. And Oren says, no wonder no one wants to die. And then Hades says, you're fired. Good one. Good and, the two, and the two of them start fighting as Goof Troop arrive. He swings in to save the day. And Oren yells, fight. Yep. And then Oren Which... gets knocked out, so he doesn't fight. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, but Sora was going to do that anyway. Uh, and then he can't. <laughs> Because you can't do shit in the underworld. Heroes are zeros, he says. Well, That's Hades, what Hades says. says, yeah. They decide to run. All a lot. four of them. 
They all run for a long time, and Oren's there. He is. Good gameplay segment, uh, but they get away. Let's see. They introduce themselves, basically. I don't know that we really need to go through this, other than the fact that Sora calls Oren a hero, and he denies the moniker, because he doesn't... He just says he's just an Oren, and then there's another <laughs> reference to Final Fantasy X where he asks if Sora needs a guardian, and Sora says mm-hmm. no, but they still stick around. Um, and then we go back to Pete, yep. who uh, really wants to make Hercules a heartless, but Hades like, will you shut up? This is my underworld. I'll do what I want. Who, also, who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> You're just talking like we're friends, and you just came in here 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's, they just drop the assumption on you that, that Pete's in these roles and mm-hmm. no one actually gives a shit about him. Um, so Hades is pissed off that things are not working out for him yet. So he sends, sends Cerberus after uh, after the goop, tro- goop, goop troop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we see Sora uh, with, with the rest of his friends. Um, at a locked door, but lucky for him, he's learned that his key can open those. I need to, um, oh, we is, need to, is this it? We need to pause here. Um, oh, no. before we started recording, I did provide you two links that I told you you were not to open under any circumstances until I gave you the, the go ahead. Um, uh-huh. so I have a theory <laughs> and that is for one day of the production <laughs> the, the voice acting recording of Kingdom Hearts 2, the actor who plays Goofy, just wasn't there that day. Because <laughs> there oh, no. are uh, two Farmer. lines that are uh, ungoofable, that are inconceivably... <laughs> uh, uh, you, you cannot reconcile Goofy with the sounds that are coming out of Goofy. The first okay. one is not as bad as the second one. The first one just gave me inklings. The second one solidified them. Um, so I need right. you to open the first link that will open you up to 15 minutes and 55 seconds into Jet Monkey HD's No Commentary Let's Play. You'll have a little Dude. context before, and it's when he says it won't budge. Okay, let me turn this up. What? Excused! Uh, you have to edit that in, right? Yeah, sure. I could probably do that. Um, wow. It's not him! <laughs> There's no... There is no way I can believe that that is the same voice. <laughs> it's got a budge! Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Is that even what he's saying? It's got a bunch. <laughs> I want to watch it again. Christ. It's got a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's not subtitled. <laughs> because they couldn't tell that he was even saying words. <laughs> okay, we can move on. Maybe you can. <laughs> so I was because I was prepared for this. So uh, as you mentioned, the door out of the underworld is locked. Sora has the key to unlock it. He's the master of unlocking. 
holds up his keyblade to the lock. The beam comes out. Uh, Oren is like fighting Cerberus as the door begins to open and he's like, go, I'll take care of it. And they start to run out. But Sora's like, nah, I can't leave my new buddy fighting this big dog alone. So Donald and Goofy head out and Sora stays back. They fight Cerberus together and Sora wins. I just thought about it again. <laughs> it's gonna <Oof>. budge. <laughs> oh man, this is probably the most I've fucking laughed in a single recording. All right. It says a lot. It's saying a lot. Okay. Where the fuck? All right, so Cerberus. How far did you get? I was not listening. I said they beat Cerberus. They beat Cerberus. Okay. So, they did you mention the funny faces they make at Cerberus? So this is... um. This is exhibit two. <laughs> this is oh, exhibit no. B. Um, comes right after. Yeah, so open up the second link and listen. It's harder to isolate because they're all three making noises as they like make funny, uh, you know, poking mm-hmm. fun faces at Cerberus and they're making funny noises. There is the weirdest sound that is supposedly coming from quote unquote Goofy. Oh no, I'm not ready for this. What? <laughs> oh no, I've got, an ad, I've got an ad. I need to re-familiarize with myself. I'm seeing an ad for a video game entitled... Oh, I don't know what it's called, but it says... The tagline says, Trapped in Hell, Fight for Survival. <laughs> it's got a Konami logo. Oh, it's the Metal Gear Solid that's not Metal Gear Solid or whatever. Skip. Yeah. That, man, that's just... It's just... It, it's harder to isolate, but it's... That's not goofy. No, it's not. It's It's like... <laughs> It's, it's decidedly not goofy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's all I've been caring about for the last day. It's also luckily not quite as funny to me, so I can continue to speak. <laughs> it's got a budge. <laughs> but it doesn't. Okay. Uh, so they make the silly faces. Goofy makes... Uh, goofy has been replaced. A death rattle. <laughs> Uh, this is a doppelganger Goofy. The real Goofy is in the Black Lodge. <laughs> the, uh, go- the good Goof is in the Lodge. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> the next cutscene is is Meg. Well, they um, noticed that Oren to... kind of went off his own way first. Oren's not with them anymore. I thought that was after. Oh, maybe you're right. Meg can't convince Herc to take a day off. She asks him to play hooky. He's like, no. The people came to see you fight. And I gotta give him that, I guess, because that's my job, and I'm the only fucking person who exists in this uh-huh. world. And uh, <laughs> um, you, we do hear some chanting uh, of people chanting Herc. And uh, he's like, no, nah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And he tries to flex, but he can't quite do it. He's, like, too tired to flex. <laughs> that's pretty tired. That's pretty tired, considering, like, his character model is just, per- like, perpetually ripped. But anyways, he goes in anyway. Uh, and Meg's like, Sora, don't let me down. Uh, and then we cut back to Sora, who has exclusively let her down. Yeah, I was um, gonna say the same thing. <laughs> he didn't do it. He did not do it. Um, but, you know, maybe it'll work out in the end. Uh, so this is where my notes say that we notice Orin is gone. Yeah, you're you're right. And we see, the next thing we see is a cutscene with Hades. Again, a lot of Hades. Um, and he's like, you know, we used to have... Well, no, the first thing he says is, that, that key can just unlock anything. Uh, and Pete's like, yep, it's super good at unlocking. It's a giant fucking key. <laughs> um, and uh, Hades is like, you know, we used to have 
a big old coliseum down here that was the best coliseum uh, in, in, in the underworld and probably in general. And, and Pete's like, well, you know, that should be where we beat up Hercules. It just makes sense. That's the obvious conclusion. Uh, but Hades like, well, there's a big old lock on it. And geez, I just don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> but uh, Pete also mentions that you can't take the key. It only works for Sora, which I think... And that kid ain't no pushover. Mm-hmm. So Hades says that this needs a woman's touch, and he summons a tiny hologram of Meg in his hand. You know, that power that Hades famously has? Holograms? Yeah. He just, anyway. He, pull, he pulls out his action figure of Meg. We cut to Meg back in the Coliseum, and then she looks up, and the scene ends. What is this? You know how when you... Just have that sense that someone's talking about you. Oh, her ears were ringing? Sure. Yeah, I I, I think, I, I didn't write it down, but I think I always write it as like, it, she shivers or something like, you know, that happens yeah. in, in media. Um, Should have made her sneeze. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, Sora finally gets topside, climbs that stairway to heaven, and meets Hercules. There's uh, a bustle and... in the hedgerow, but don't be alarmed. <laughs> it's just a sprinkling for the May Queen. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have very sparse notes on this scene, uh, but Hercules is happy to see Sora, and Sora's like, "Hey, I wanted to beat up Herc, or I wanted to beat up Hades, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> it didn't work. Um, is there a way I could make that work specifically in the underworld?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure. There's a magical stone." Uh, of the gods I can just let you borrow so you can beat up the Lord of the Dead. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, Small boy. The, sto- the stone like neutralizes the curse of the underworld that was making him yeah. too weak to affect Hades. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you can borrow it. I'll go get it for you. But in the meantime, why don't you train with Phil? And he does that. Phil says, hey, champ, how you feeling? Because he's looking the other way. And in the same way as in Kingdom Hearts 1, he's looking the other way and just assumes that he's talking to Hercules. He says... Hey, champ, how you feeling? Better rest up for tomorrow's match. Nobody's going to pay to see a worn-out hero, capiche? Remember what I told you. Everything about winning the games comes down to two simple words. Eat, bathe, sleep. And they start laughing because he did the thing where he says two and then he said three. And he turns around when he hears their laughs and realizes, Oh, hey, if it isn't the junior heroes. Sora says, looking good, Phil. To which he replies... Never better. How are you guys? Have you earned your true hero wings yet? And he he takes a look at him and he says, nope, you ain't got what it takes. So what's up? They explain. I see up? you guys saved the world, but it's not good enough. Nope, not fulfill. And some secret darkness? Nah. <laughs> Billy Zane, not strong enough. I was going to say more like Ansem and then like an insult, but I couldn't think of one. <laughs> Um, More like stinker of darkness. Hey, there it is. That's secretly a chain of memories joke. Is it really? Oh, oh, smell. <laughs> oh, there's so many layers. Just like a smelly onion. Um. <laughs> anyway, they explain that they want to take on Hades, so they need to train with him. And they do. Then Hercules comes back and explains that the stole... The stole was stolen. <laughs> the stone was stolen by a guy in a black cloak with accomplices who were in white. <laughs> Goof Trooper like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. It's the Organization 13 guy we saw running around before. So we're going to go get that and then beat up Hades. Oh, look, it's Hades. He's right here. 
He's right here. Saved us the trouble. And he uh, he starts talking about how uh, how Nutmeg is is lost in the underworld. That's what he calls Meg. It's cute. Um, so Hercules summons his his good old Pegasus friend to take him away so he can save Meg. But Hades is like, I don't know, you got this vicious fight against uh, the Hydra? Like, he had to think about it. Yeah, he's like, well, what is it today? Today's uh, Wednesday? Looks at his hand and it's like, <laughs> scribbled out Hydra. <laughs> and he threat, yeah, he threatens, you know, if you don't stick around, who knows what kind of accidents might happen. Accidents you cause, says Sora, to which Hades responds. Yeah, details, who needs them? That's how I feel going through, like, these episodes sometimes. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Yeah, so then they, they do that. Yeah, Hades disappears, and Donald and Goofy and Sora. Why did I say it in that order? Anyway, Goof Troop are like, yeah, we'll take care of Hades if you, Hercules, take care of the Hydra. So they go down there. And we see that Phil got beat up, I guess? Yeah, by Demix. That's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um... He explains that he was knocked down by the guy in the black cloak, and he points mm-hmm. the, to the direction that the guy ran yeah i guess phil was down here looking for a a a hero to fill in for hercules so he could take some days off um to which sora's like well why didn't you just ask us and phil's like you know somebody uh which is haha good joke um they go ahead and i don't think no we see hercules beating the hydra sort of you know Yep. Um, he knocks it down. And he's like, all right, this is totally dead. Totally fine. I'm going to go to the underworld now. Nothing bad will happen. No, of course not. Because, you know, if you kill a Hydra, it's just dead. That's It's that's, just dead. That's the rule, right? If you that's cut off a rule. Hydra's head, it's yeah, just dead? It's, it's dead. Okay. It's completely done. That's what um, I remember from the myth. As we went over before, mm-hmm. my knowledge of yeah. Greek mythology is a little spotty, but I'm pretty sure you take off a Hydra's head and then it's just it's dead. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you nailed point. it. Anyways, let's move on to Dimmicks. Because the next important thing we see after like an, an underground underworld maze is Dimmicks. Um, he takes off his hood. We actually see one of these dudes in Kingdom Hearts 2 take off their dang hoods. And he has a stupid haircut. He's got a mullet. He's, he's like, got a mullet and also a mohawk. <laughs> a mohawk. A mohawk. Because he's got like the shaved sides, but like he's still yeah. got that like tail in the back. Anyways, he says... Roxas. Excuse me? Says Sora. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, he's trying to, like, get Roxas's attention, which is weird, because Sora's standing there, right? Hmm, weird. Demix says, let's see here, and he pulls out a piece of paper and reads a note that is just clearly written by Vexen, has to be written by Vexen. The note says, <laughs> if the subject fails to respond, use aggression to liberate his true disposition. I mean, I guess it could have been written by, like, Zimnus. But nah, it's got to be Vexen. And then he says, oh, did they ever pick the wrong guy for this one? And Sora says, you're bizarre. <laughs> they see that he has the Olympus stone in his hand and note that he's the thief. And he holds up the stone, which begins shining. And then they fight. Dance, water, dance. I was going to say dance, water, dance. Too slow. Okay, I won't say dance, water, dance in the voice, because you did it. Uh, let me look up something. I was about to make a Sonic the Hedgehog joke, but, uh, all right, good. The voice of Axel is also the voice of Silver the Hedgehog. Of Axel? Um, yeah, Quentin Flint. Or, or, oh, wow. He does, uh, he does a lot of things, but he does Silver the Hedgehog, huh. who famously in Sonic 06 says, it's no use! 
<laughs> Which is something that Demick said earlier, and I was going to make a joke. So there's layers of, of comedy uh, packed into that that I've now explained to you, making it all the better. It's very funny. It's so good. Anyways, um, they beat his fucking water clone jutsu shit, and, that's, and he's like, Roxas, come back to us. Which doesn't work. And then he leaves through his little darkness portal. Mm-hmm. Sora says, that guy's a broken record. And then they pick up the stone. Zigbar didn't say Roxas' name, did he? I think he just said he gave me that same look. Yep, exactly. Okay. So I was trying to piece if this is the first time he's heard the name Roxas, but it, it, it should be. Yep. Anyways, they get the stone, and then there's this awkward as hell final mix cutscene. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it, it's so annoying because, like... In Kingdom Hearts, it's just, okay, Demix is gone because he faded dramatically into the portal. And this is like, oh, hey, I, um, actually, I forgot to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he comes back in an unvoiced cutscene where he's like, allow me to explain to you the mechanism of the book that we talked about earlier. The Zexian's book that lets you fight dead people. Yeah. I guess the, the only thing that makes it worthwhile that he, he an organization member would have to be the one to say... Um, oh yeah, if you go through these, it'll remind you of who you really are, or some dumb shit like that. Couldn't you um, find a note that says that, or something? Yeah, or like anything better than than this. But whatever, <laughs> this is where it happens. Yep. Um, but we basically already explained it. And then he leaves. And then he leaves, and you get the Olympus Stone, and you get Ansem Seeker Report Number Five. Your turn, haha. My turn to read it. Okay, <clears throat> so here it is. Ansem's secret report number five. In this realm, where all existence has been disintegrated. God, I can't. (laughs) It's already too bad. Oh, man. Ansem, come on. Fucking asshole. All right. In this realm, where all existence has been disintegrated, I have just barely managed to preserve my sense of self by continuing to think and write. It is a place where even time has lost all meaning. Eternity is but a moment here. I must make haste. Certainly their plans are already underway. The Heartless must be the key to unraveling this mystery. The six traitors were operating a laboratory that churned out those cursed shadows. Not only did they generate pure blood Heartless from living hearts, but they then used those Heartless to synthesize artificial versions of the creatures as well. These synthetic Heartless bore insignias and were called emblems. Christ. Pure blood or emblem, these heartless act only to fulfill their instinctive needs. They single-mindedly detect hearts and swarm around them. A heart's commands would be ineffective. The heartless would easily steal the human's heart and use it to increase their own ranks. But what if an even stronger heartless was given the orders? If he cast aside his own soul and body and became a heartless, wouldn't he be able to control the otherwise intractable heartless? Furthermore, wouldn't he be planning to make use of the creature's instincts? If the heart-seeking heartless have their... If the heart-seeking heartless have their sights set on a larger, more powerful heart, their ultimate goal is crystal clear. The largest heart in existence, the heart of the world. This is all conjecture, but it would seem he is utilizing the heartless in his search for a path leading to the heart of the world. Okay. Is the world capitalized, perchance? Nope. Because I've been playing through Birth by Sleep, and some of the reports in there, they capitalize the world when they're talking mm. about the universe as opposed to worlds lowercase w when they're talking about the different worlds and i'm guessing he is talking about capital t capital w the world in this case there's a lot to unpack there but not in this episode is this the first time we've heard the 
categorization of Emblem Heartless versus Pure Blood because I thought that was the thing in the first game, but maybe it's just never it's talked about. It's not talked about. It's a thing that we we talked huh. about in answer reports because it was sort of relevant. Um, yeah. In that, because we were like, man, why is the thing that Leon's telling us not at all true? Oh right. <laughs> and uh, this was our our backdoor answer was oh there's two different kinds, but it's not at all brought up in Kingdom Hearts one. Um, I don't think it might. I don't. I don't have the I don't have it memorized. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um cuz the answer reports in the first game are, are a mess. But anyways, let's get back to the Olympus Coliseum's fun. Mhm. They find a uh a big rock. <laughs> um the pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. Um but uh sort of etched into it is a silhouette of Meg and there's a keyhole on it so sort of like well, I, I I got the key, and there's a picture of her, so let me see. And he unlocks the thing, uh, and it unlocks this giant pit, which he jumps down in, along with Donald and Goofy. And down there, we find Hades and Meg, and Hades says, now that's what I call a... He- Why did he need to unlock? He's down there. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> that's a good point. He says, now that's what I call a key. Gee, thanks for your help. Now have a nice day. And he disappears. So clearly, it's that he needed his underdrome <laughs> coliseum unlocked by the keyblade. But you're right, he's like down there already. So and Meg is too. Anyway, who knows? Anyway, Meg is like Sora behind you, and he turns around, and it's Pete and some heartless. Pete says, "What's wrong? Can't fight in the underworld? Boo hoo!" And then Sora's like, "Actually, we can now because we have this this rock." And Pete orders his heartless to charge they fight um sort of kind of wins but like pete's still hanging around get out of my way <laughs> you got to say the other one so i get to say the thing that pete says yeah. over and over again which is get out of my way it's really good um i actually forgotten about it somehow in the last hour since i've watched it um yeah so Sora's like there's too many of them um but uh so well, he does this move where he just sort of, like, swipes at Meg and knocks her chains off. Her darkness chains? I don't know. But luckily, Herc's here. Swings in, saves the day. and It looks like he throws Heartless at Pete. It's kind of visually weird. But um, <laughs> he he gets his Pegasus in there and is like, take Meg and you you run away or something. And tell Sora to leave, too, and then he'll, sh- he'll show them what a real hero is all about or something. So Sora does that. He leaves out, but then Meg is like, I won't leave Herc behind. He can't win every single battle forever, statistically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, Sora says he'll stay and back him up, and Donald seems to be able to communicate with the horse. Um, <laughs> and is like, you, you take Meg away from here. And he, and he does. Pegasus leaves. And does he have a name or is it just Pegasus? I think it's just Pegasus. All right. Well, Sora goes back in there. We get this fight with Pete. Uh, you have a time limit. I think it's like a minute and a half, two minutes. Before the cave collapses. Jet Monkey HD does it in about 15 seconds. <laughs> he just opens up his, his valor form and, and it's it's done. Um, again, very overleveled. Um, yep. But anyways, they leave after doing this. Uh, Pete's like, ah, this place is too gloomy for me anyway or spooky or something. He leaves, Sora and Hercules leave, and Hades is just out there in, like, the the underworld lobby waiting room or some whatever it's called. I called it the lobby in my notes, too. <laughs> Hades is real stoked on something. 
um, very happy. And he makes a joke and because they insult him and he says, yeah, yeah, sticks and stones. But then the subtitles say sticks, S-T-Y-X, like the river sticks because it's Hades. It's a good joke. I liked it a lot. I feel like I've done that every episode. Just the little desktop. It's, it's the good. little Yeah, it's like an Easter egg. You can go through and find every time that you do the, the little slapstick stinger. Yeah. Um... Collect them all. <laughs> Anyways, so Sora's like, don't be a sore loser, and he's like, can it, key boy? Um, Hercules is like, all right, well, then I'll do it. Don't be a sore loser, Hades. And he's like, you know, you totally didn't finish off the Hydra. <laughs> you know the one thing about Hydras is that when you kill a head, two more come. Did you forget? Yeah, I guess he did. Um, so he he's like, oh, shit. Uh, he's like, oh, the Colosseum's really falling apart up there. Um, and they get up there, and, and, and it has, in fact, fallen apart. Yeah, it's straight up destroyed. My notes say Colosseum is fucked! Uh, um, are we to assume that tons of people are dead? Because that's the oh, only yeah. conclusion I can come to. Uh, oh, yeah, because I imagine none of them went home from the Colosseum when Hercules left. Um, <clears throat> n- none of them escaped. It Because just... they're like, uh, that thing's still alive. Does he know that the, the, the match isn't over yet? It's still there. <laughs> Does he know just... about does he know about hydras? <laughs> but I guess not. Uh yeah, so I, I assume so I I assume there are stakes <laughs> to this situation other than property damage. Um <laughs> for, for for the narrative's sake, I'm gonna say yeah. Um but Herc is like super bummed and he stops glowing, which I didn't really realize he was glowing, but someone like put a filter over him and now he's not. Um, oh, I didn't even notice that. That's cool. He, like, dims. Huh. Yeah, the Hydra's still just fucking shit up, and he's like, well, I, I'm useless now. I'm a useless man. And Megan moves him to the sidelines, and Sora's like, well, I'll do this. And I still won't get recognition as a hero. Nope. Uh, but Phil joins him. He's like, yeah, room for one more. And also Meg and Pegasus do, although I don't think Meg actually does anything. She's she's on the sidelines. I think she might, like, give you health or mana or something, but Jet Monkey, she doesn't do it in this fight, so I don't remember they fight, Sora wins, and... Can I say, before we move on, this segment is really fucking good. Like, this is a really, really cool fight. Um, mm-hmm. Segments like these, where you get to, like, interact with so many different people in the set piece, are, like, kind of what make this game so special. Yeah. And, and in a way that I don't think any other Kingdom Hearts has really caught, like, gotten to. I'm Like, yeah. 3 almost definitely will top it. Um, Birth by but, Sleep, I've been playing through it. And it kind of has, like, I can't. It's like I, you're often doing, like, Birth by Sleep does the thing where you're often fighting a boss with another character, and then you do, like, mm-hmm. little combo moves together. But it's not really the, the sort of, like, environmental effects that are really cool about Kingdom Hearts 2. This, yeah, so they win. Um, get up on the Hydra's back! It's as bad as you remember. If you've get played Kingdom Hearts 2, you remember Phil yelling, get up on the get Hydra's on back, the Hydra's back. Uh, at the frequency at which Joe is saying, it's just as bad as you remember. Like I thought for, I, th- I was going into it and I was like already preparing the rant for this show of being like, it's not as bad as you remember. He doesn't say it that much. And then he I'm does. watching and I'm like, oh, he really does say it that much, huh? It's it's pretty consistent. I was gonna see how long you could you could podcast for <laughs> while I did it's it. Not long. But yeah, so they, they do that. The 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 other set piece that I like a lot is where you jump up on the Pegasus's back. 
and just beat the shit out of all the, the Hydra heads. Um, anyways, they beat it. Uh, Herc is still pretty bummed about the whole ordeal. And all of the deaths. Yeah, everyone's fucking dead. And I didn't seem to write down a single note about it, but... Uh, uh, I got you. Um, he, he gives the, the stone back, or tries to. Yeah, there's some funny things in here. Um, Hercules says... Uh, I let you down. I'm just no use. And Meg says, it's not your fault. Even a god would be exhausted. Sora says, she's right. Give yourself a chance to rest. And then Goofy says, there won't be any games for a while anyway. Hey, Goofy, maybe (laughs) it's not okay. Maybe it's not a great time to be talking about how everyone at the Coliseum is dead and how his, like, pride and joy the coliseum is gone now read the room goofy read the room read the room goofy <laughs> um meg says don't worry about wonder boy here i'll look after him sora down then goofy i owe you big time sora says hey it's no big deal just let us know if hades or the heartless start acting up we'll take care of it donald says yeah that's what heroes are for and meg says when do the three of you make hero? Oh, I think Goofy also interrupts and is like, "You mean Junior Heroes?" <laughs> or maybe he does that earlier. I can't. It was remember. he does it a second time, but it's yeah. way earlier. Meg says, "When did the three of you make hero?" When we beat the Hydra. <laughs> I would assume. Sora says, "Let's save that for another time. We have to hit the road." Meg says, "Okay, don't be a stranger." Goopy says, "Gorsh, I hope you feel better soon, Hercules." <laughs> I think you said Goopy, which is awesome. <laughs> I think you said Goopy. <laughs> that's just because that's, that's just his name now. <laughs> Hercules just is like, yeah, okay, you fucking dog that I hardly remember from the other game. Like, <laughs> you great, you can dog. tell me it's okay that all my friends are dead. <laughs> and Donald starts talking to Phil, and Phil says, oh, take care, you guys. Stay a little longer next time. We got some serious training to catch up on. Sora says, well, but it's time to go. And then he remembers, oh, yeah, I have the MacGuffin from this world. I wonder if it does anything. Uh, and then the stone, the Olympus stone rises up out of his pocket. And surprise, it's the, the thing, the item that you need to activate the uh, keyhole for the gate. He unlocks it and the gate is opened. And nothing actually really happens this time. But they leave. They leave. Um, there's... Two very short cutscenes. Do you want to? We've been running long, so I think we should just open up next time with them. Agreed. Um, so tune in next time for that bullshit. What's what is next? Disney Castle. Yep. Um, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com/slash/thetravisw. I do another show called Very Random Encounters. It's a tabletop role-playing game show where we use random number generators to determine as many things as possible. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. You can read my writing on video games at ghostofjoe.com, spelled the same way. I will probably not get anything up until March because uh, I've just been busy. Um, I have another show called We Are Watching One Piece in which we talk about the anime One Piece as my friend watched it for the first time. Um, by the time this is up, there will be our first Water 7 episode. Shit's going to get real sad. It's awesome. Um, you could follow this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. Um, our pinned tweet on our page is a link to our Discord server. It's a lot of fun in there. Um, you can, if you don't use either of those two things and you want to send us a question or anything, you can email us at godatmemorized at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. Um, also leave us a review on iTunes if you'd like. That'd be rad. Or Apple Podcast, whatever the fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's got a budge. <laughs> oh, man. Take us out, wheels. That was Olympus Coliseum. Got it memorized? It's got a budge. Come on. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.